0: Welcome to another issue of the Cool Tool Show and Tell. Our special guest this week is Ryan Helft. Ryan, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners and watchers?
1: Kevin, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it.
0: Um,
1: I, um, let's see, I uh, grew up here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've kind of spent my career uh, helping companies get the most out of enterprise software systems. And for fun, uh, I like to spend time in the outdoors. I like to hike and mountain bike and backpack. And uh, I learned to, or started to learn to kite surf last summer, uh, which has been fun.
0: That's great. Oh. So, Ryan, um, you're a Cool Tools um, avid fan, and we appreciate that. I uh, know that you kind of know what the drill is, but I'm interested in hearing what you have in store for us. Can you tell us about your first Cool tool?
1: Yeah. So, um, my first cool tool kind of changed things a lot for me when I went, when I would go camping and backpacking, because a lot of times like you go out, you have a great first day and like, you have a fun day, you have a great meal, maybe. And then you go to sleep, you're tired. And then you have a terrible night sleeping. Um, and for me, that's cause I would stuff a a sweatshirt or something into a stuff sack and my head would neck would kind of hurt. So, um, I bought, uh, this air pillow, um, which uh, I really like um, and has really kind of made a big difference in terms of getting good sleep when I'm camping or, or backpacking.
0: So you're holding up a midsize pillow that's fairly thick and has nice rounded pillowy edges <laughs> it's like, kind, of, kind of like' it looks like a kind of like a suede cover or something yeah like that's
1: that. right it's it's um, more of like a cottony kind of fabric but um, you made a really good point actually that it is quite thick. Um, and what's nice about that is that it really keeps your head up high. Um, whereas like with a regular pillow or my old, you know, with the stuff and something in the stuff sack, your, your head ends up kind of getting low. So, yeah, it is about, I think, about 14 inches um, deep by about, or I should say two inches deep, maybe by 14 by by 20 or so. So it's mm-hmm. very comfortable um, and, you know, uh, fits my head nicely. And then the other nice thing about it is that um, even though it's a good, pretty good sized pillow, you know, it stuffs into this kind of small sack, which is really just kind of the size of my fist. Um, and so, if I'm backpacking, it's very easy for me to throw it in my backpack uh, and,
0: and go there. And something that you uh, inflate this by your breath, just by blowing into it. That's right. Just takes about a minute to blow up. So, so there there have been for a while a number of inflatable pillows like that um did you do any kind of research into alternatives is this particular brand better than others or is it kind of more of a generic item
1: yeah i'd say um it's you know pretty generic um <laughs> i um uh, I mean, it doesn't of,
0: matter it doesn't matter what brand you have
1: not necessarily i wouldn't say you know i would say that just in and of itself uh having an air pillow like this makes a huge difference uh, and I would just highly recommend it to anybody who likes to camper backpack.
0: Do you happen to know the weight of it?
1: Oh, uh, not for sure, but it's my guess would be that it's maybe six or eight ounces. It's very
0: light. Okay. In um, the ultra lightweight, that's not light, but overall, <laughs> for, most, for, for most people, the, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're trying to carry a, a base weight of seven pounds. Uh half, uh, half a pound for a pillow is is a lot.
1: Oh, I, I'm kind of the the opposite kind of backpacker.
0: Uh, I like to go
1: <laughs> full luxury, uh, and I'm willing to carry uh, whatever it takes to. Uh...
0: <laughs> I've left those days so far behind. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, well, that's great. So, so it's kind of the, the the tool is really just an inflatable air pillow, maybe one like that. If you do have the name of it and um, then we can put it into the links. If there's a particular brand or model, that would be helpful.
1: Yeah, so this is the Cocoon Ultralight
0: Air Pillow. Um, okay. I think we do have a link that I shared with it. Um okay. Cocoon Ultralight, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, so it deflates to a very small size of like your fist, which you can stuff in a stuff sack.
1: That's right, that's right, yeah. it makes it really easy. Um, and I'd say, I think I paid about $30 for it right, right. money, four or five years ago, maybe. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. That's really great. So Ryan, what's another cool tool that you, you really want to share?
1: Yeah. So um, the other cool tool that I'd really like to share is um, a, uh, a bike multi-tool um, and you can see it right here. It's got, you know, a, a few tools and, uh, it's it's from fitco um and it's just the fitco bike multi tool it's got the different kinds of wrenches that you need the different um sort of you know uh, different end sizes it's also got a um uh a, a device to help you um fix your chain if you were uh you know if your chain breaks while you're mountain biking that right, kind of thing right, right. um and what i like about this one in particular cuz i've had a few of these different ones it's really the right balance between um uh too many and not enough tools <laughs> i've had some really big ones that have had like every allen wrench under the sun and then some smaller ones that you know when you need the size that 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 they don't have you know you're you're kind of in trouble
0: right, right.
1: um so so i like this one a lot because it's, it's kind of fits that sweet spot
0: and you're holding up something that's again it's like a very large swiss army knife um, but even wider than you might normally get for a Swiss Army knife, but approximately that size with the multi flip out different blades and tools.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this one has, um, I think, 16 different pieces to it. Um, you know, and um, <laughs> part of why I like it too is that it was a, a gift from somebody. Uh, on my team uh, who gave it to me as part of the secret Santa thing that we did.
0: And where do you, you this is for your bike primarily. You mo- mostly carry it when you're biking. So it goes in your bag somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I have a camelback. I throw it in my camelback and it's um, pretty lightweight. Um, I don't even really notice it um, and um, just need it when, uh, pull it out when I need it.
0: And unlike say um, the um, uh, Leathermans, does it have a pliers? This does not. Um,
1: and I don't find a need for pliers when I'm, when I'm mountain biking, I don't think, uh, or at least I have yet to. <laughs> okay. um, mostly I need, you know, kind of an Allen wrench. Uh, occasionally I need this, this tool for, um, for the bike chain. Uh, and then there's a couple of other kinds of screwdrivers and things on here. Um, uh, so, so I really like it uh, just for that kind of, it has exactly what I need, not too much and not too little.
0: And could you repeat the the name of it again?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> so it's called a fit, Fitco bike multi tool.
0: Fitco F I T C O Fitco. Fitco F I T C O. Yes. Okay. Is that um, is that a biking brand?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Um, you know, it, it was just something that um, I think uh, was found on Amazon and uh, was something okay. that fit the bill.
0: And did you look at the different um, branded versions, you know, with the Swiss army versus the Leatherman? I'm sure they have versions of that. How does this compare to other possible alternative versions of it?
1: Yeah. So this one was a gift, so I didn't, didn't do a lot of research on it. Um, but um, I would just, but I, like I said, I've had a number of other tools like this uh-huh. um, and uh, you know, the other tools that are out there again, like they've got different pieces to it or different things that, and what I, and what I used to do with probably what I had, the one I had before, before I lost it, um, probably was too big and too heavy. And, and I really could kind of notice it sometimes when I was mountain biking, uh, cause it would jostle around in my, in my camelback. Um, and then, um, but this one really doesn't, you know, I can fit it into a little side pocket cause it's small enough. Um, and, uh, it's also, I'd say. The other thing that's nice about it is um, sort of the quality of the tools. You know, like I've had some where on the other end where like they were just small and, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, they would bend, that kind of thing. These ones are, this one is, um, the different pieces are really strong. Uh, so I haven't had any trouble with with that kind of thing Great. happening.
0: Okay, good recommendation. So so Ryan, what's, what's your third pick for a cool tool?
1: Yeah, so um, you know, I'm the kind of person that when I go into a bike shop, uh, I kind of feel like I would like to buy everything in the bike shop. <laughs> um, but of course I can't. Um, one thing though that I did feel like was, was really worth it was, um, was, bu- was buying a bike stand. Um, and I'll, I'll show this to everybody. It's a, um, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. it's a very typical bike stand, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, like can uh, attach a bike up to it on it and and then it makes it much easier to um to fix bikes i have i have three kids and they all like to ride bikes and they ride them really hard and they they break them on a regular basis <laughs> so um <clears throat> i kind of finally found that at a certain point it was worth uh getting this stand just to make it easier for me to um to buy it to to fix their bikes now
0: right and so this this um, picture uh, is of a bike stand that it has a kind of a tripod bottom that can fold. And then there's the stem up. There's a side 90 degree side arm coming out that has the bike clamp, I guess I would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks pretty trim in terms of um, overall. So there are a number of bike stands available in that kind of general design. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did you go with this one
1: well um a combination of uh price i mean they're <laughs> the, the the ones you see in bike shops uh i think are quite expensive um this one was about 75 dollars mm-hmm. um and so uh i liked it because of that the other thing about this one is that um it's pretty lightweight you know it's very easy for me to stick it in the corner of my garage and then when i need it i pull it out and, and i've got it um set up and and I've got a bike on it in just a couple of minutes. Um and then you know the other thing I think is just that um you know it's uh, it's got a couple it's got the little tray there that's got a, kind of a magnet on it and so when I'm taking things off and on I I put them on the tray and then they they stay there.
0: <laughs> right right Which right. Nice. So so yeah like you I found that um Having a bike stand just transforms the whole chore of maintaining and fixing a bike. Rather than you know turning it upside down and <laughs> resting it on its handlebars, which we all do and have done, um, is just less than ideal for trying to fix something. Uh, in many ways, from the posture to just having access to you know the brakes, or whatever. So um, it, it does seem well worth it. That's that's a pretty reasonable. Um, amount, do you find that like, like say the clamping mechanism fits most of the bikes that you are working on? Is that an issue or have they got that sorted out?
1: Yeah, no, it fits, um, the bikes. It's it, you have to, um, think a little bit ahead in terms of how you put the bike on. Um, because I have, my family has all different kinds of shapes and sizes of bikes and some are a little easier to get on there than others. The other thing is, um, some of them are heavier than others. And some, so some
0: of the bikes are,
1: some of yeah. the bikes are heavier than others. So, um, the other thing w- that I didn't mention about this is that it's very adjustable. You can adjust it up and down, and then you can also adjust the arm, uh, in and out. Uh, so that really helps with balancing the heavier bikes, especially. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, cause <laughs> definitely the first time I, I put my daughter's heavier bike on it, it, uh, it tipped over, but then I kind of figured out how to, um, how to align it so that it was you know, totally stable and, and easy to work on the bike.
0: And I presume that this folds up or is storable in some capacity or keep yours out all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it it folds up very easily with, you know, probably within a a diameter of, um, I don't know, three or four inches or so. And so I, you know, can fold it all the way up and then stick it in the corner of my garage and and I kind of don't worry about it until uh, the next time I need it.
0: Right. And it's a freestanding. They do have versions of the bike stands that can attach to like a workbench off to the side Mm. Um, i actually made a one my own that came down from the ceiling oh wow because because i didn't have even space for even that tripod Mm -hmm. Uh, um so um yeah but 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 either way however you you set one up whether it's freestanding or not they definitely are worth um getting one to to work on a bike if you um, do any kind of uh, reasonable amount of maintenance on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, to remind us finally of the name of this one again.
1: Yeah. So um, this brand is the Song Mikes, uh bike repair stand.
0: Song uh, mites? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and um, yeah, it would like I said, it was about $75 on Amazon. Um, I don't
0: know. And, and is that just kind of a generic, Optanium name or is it, is it a, is it a, a, a brand?
1: Um, no, it's, I, I, mean, I think it's a brand. Uh, <laughs> it's maybe the first and only time I've been in the market for it. So I did do a lot of research on this one. Um, uh-huh. and, um, you know, I liked it, like I said, for, <clears throat> for its size and price and weight and flexibility. Um, those are the kinds of things that I thought I would care about <clears throat> when I was using it. Uh-huh. And, um, those have proven to be, to be really good. Um, you know, and, and so I'm, I'm glad I really glad I got
0: it. Okay. Well, thank you. We, that's, that's a great one. Nobody has actually mentioned a bike stand before. And once you brought it up, I realized, yes, it's a really fantastic, cool tool. <laughs> so, uh, so Ryan, the, a fourth tool, what's, what's, um, a fourth tool that, um, you're really in love with.
1: Yeah. So, um, the fourth tool that I wanted to share with everybody, um, uh, is actually a, um, a backpack for my dog that we use when we go backpacking, um, and it's from a company called Mountain Smith. It's the Canine Dog Pack, and um, it's really great because uh, my dog is um, she's 85 pounds. She's a big dog. And she loves to hike, and so it was kind of natural for us to want to take her backpacking with us. But of course, we wanted her to carry her own weight there, um, and um, I really like this back this backpack because. <clears throat> It's very sturdy. Um, it has, you know, two separate sides and a couple of little side pockets um, for for you know for all the different things that we need. Um and then what it also has is a nice kind of handle on the top. And the reason that's nice is because, you know, if we're backpacking and we have to cross a river or maybe go in some other spot that's kind of precarious, uh it's easy to kind of
0: grab it and make sure she's okay, you know,
1: as we're as we're going across the river or, or whatever it is.
0: Right. So, this backpack does it come in different sizes for different dogs like it does people. come
1: in it, yeah it does come in different sizes for different dogs, and we got the large one for our dog um I was hoping she could model it for me, but she's not being um super helpful right now with that <laughs> uh, but uh but yeah, it <clears throat> comes in different sizes um this is another one that I did a lot of research on um and uh bought it mostly because of its um uh, strong fabric and reliability uh as well as kind of the size and 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 kind of the design of it it, it just looked like it would be more comfortable for her and and I think it has been <laughs> hard to get her opinion on that but uh
0: so you I uh, so I could imagine her carrying her own food what else would you put into the backpack besides food
1: <clears throat> yeah so um it's also uh kind of the bowl for one mm. bowl for food another bowl for for water um and then uh we'll also keep um, uh, other things that we might need for, for her, like um, a leash uh, or other things, but not a whole lot uh,
0: beyond. the food. Um, And was that transition where she learned to carry it, wear it, was that difficult or easy? Do you have any, have you heard from other people like it, it whether people should expect kind of a transition period or a learning period?
1: <laughs> yeah, if anything, the learning period was on my side. Uh, actually, <laughs> um, there are a number of straps on this. And uh, at at first, I guess I didn't realize that I needed to adjust them and tighten them so that it was really stable on her and she didn't worry about it or even think about it. Um, and yeah, and so kind of first time we used it, it was a little loose and that caused some problems. But then once I got it kind of figured out and tightened up, uh, then it worked really, really well.
0: Well. Um, what kind of, like, I'm just trying to think of, is it like, um, did you, or there are things called pack animals and, um, have you thought about adding additional things that she could carry, not her own, but that she could share the load, so to speak?
1: (laughs) Um, well, I haven't because in our family, we try to have this sort of philosophy where, you know, you're kind of responsible for what, you know, okay. You need yourself. So, um, so I carry, you know, part of what we need and then my kids will carry what they need. And, and those kinds of things, okay. we wanted her to carry that.
0: All right. Okay. Um, so, um, um, and then the, the, name of it, once again, that's really helpful.
1: Yeah. It's called the Mountain Smith canine dog pack.
0: Okay. Smith canine dog pack. That's really great. Um and, and and in in your research, um, is it kind of like a price point thing or is it the number of pockets, or what was it that about it that made it superior to other dog packs?
1: Yeah, it was a little more expensive than other dog backpacks. And the thing about it um that was kind of described in in and of itself and also kind of the reviews I read about it, is that the material was really sturdy and reliable. Um, and so that was kind of the big selling point for me. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, and I've definitely found that to be true. Um, that, that, that is very reliable and sturdy in that, you know, sometimes we'll be hiking along and we'll go through some brush or, or, you know, scrape a rock or something like that. And it's held up, it's held up really well in that environment. Um, one thing I did learn, which I didn't really think about beforehand is that, um, it is not waterproof. Um, and so. Uh, for her actual dog food, uh, what I'll do is put that in a Ziploc bag right, in right. the pocket, so if it gets wet, it's fine.
0: Right, right, that's really great. Okay, well, thank you. That's really fabulous. Um, uh, that's a great set of of tools uh, that we haven't heard before, so I'm I'm very excited by that. Thank you. So, yes. with some minutes remaining, Ryan, what's um, what's what are you currently excited by? What's uh, maybe a project you're working on or a cause that you want to share with our listeners?
1: Yeah. So um, I would say like the big project that I'm working on is helping support my family, like accomplish everything that they want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife has spent her career in healthcare, helping companies uh, develop new business uh, opportunities. Yeah. Um, and she's, she's um, kind of doing that on her own right now. in in a couple of different ways, um, my daughter <clears throat> uh, is a, She's an incredible artist. She loves to act and paint and sing. Just like that's her natural way she expresses herself. Um, my my older son Sam, um, he's just got these incredible leadership qualities. I love to see when when those things come out, uh, and I love to help him when they are. And then my younger son Wolfie um, is just the most curious person I know. <laughs> wow. He's got questions and is wants to learn and, and try new things, and so sure. really uh, helping them is. Um, uh my big project.
0: Well, really fantastic. That's a really noble cause. And um I wish you great success. Um it sounds like with the outdoor leanings that you have, it's a great classroom to learn so many things. And I hope they take the best advantage of that. And uh I thank you again for sharing your your picks with us and accommodating um the technical <laughs> needs for this. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's
1: really been a pleasure to meet you and and be on the
0: show. Uh, It's a thrill. This year, our Cool Tools blog will be 20 years old, which means we've been posting something new every day for 20 years. It's only possible because of the very engaged and knowledgeable readers and listeners like yourself. You've kept this place going, and we are very grateful for you. With this idea of 20 years in mind, um, we decided to try an experiment this year, and I'm inviting our guests and listeners to join me on our cool tool show and tell, which is the program that you're listening to right now. So if you feel you'd make a good guest on this podcast and have four uncommon tools that you'd like to share with us... um. Please sign up on our form on the website, and we'll see about inviting you. You must be comfortable taking off, talking on a video, and um, you need to have some tools that you can show. Um, we record on, as you know, on Zoom. We do a YouTube version, a visual video version of it, as well as an audible version. Fill out the form if you're interested, and um, list your full four cool tools, and we'll see if there's a good fit. The applications aren't guaranteed in any way, um, and we're looking at tools that are new to us and appropriate tools and um, whether the times will work for you. So um, we're really interested in hearing from people all over the world, not just in the U.S., although the tools have to be available online, easily available online, and... um, If you are a long-time listener, you kind of know what the definition of our tools are. They're very broad. They can be anything that's handy, from something in the kitchen to something you use to travel to a workshop to something professional that we may not know about. We're really interested in things that we don't know anything about. So um, this is an open invitation. We'll give it a try. If you think you make a good guest for this podcast, um, fill out the form. There'll be a link somewhere on our website. Um, and we look forward to to chatting with you. Thank you.